Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and we are back for our first episode of 2024. So to start this year off, we created lists of the top 10 most important things we have ever learned. It was fun for us to put together our lists, and we'd encourage you to try this as well. Before we begin, we want to thank Teaching Textbooks for helping make the Smiling Homeschooler possible. We work with them because we believe their curriculum is one of the best out there and helps more homeschoolers smile. So go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for supporting what we do. They're another fantastic source of homeschooling encouragement. So go subscribe, if you haven't already, over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hey, everybody. Uh, happy 2024 as we begin the new year. You made it through 2023 uh, with highs and lows and in-betweens. And uh, you've got your eyes set on uh, this coming year. I don't know about you, Ben, but I just feel like, why does this happen every year? I mean, it just happens. I mean, today's January the 2nd. I just can't even believe yesterday was January the 1st. It didn't feel like, where did Christmas go? It's like, I know. where are you, Christmas? <laughs> why did you leave me? You know, and it's just like our Christmas decorations are already put away. It just feels so pathetically sad i've got a christmas tree behind me but it might stay there until (laughs) june or july ours is Uh, still up that's mostly because rissa was sick today so uh, she was planning on starting to take stuff down today but that did not happen so uh it's surviving a few more days but it's sad and i always am it's always i think the most depressing time of year is going into the next few months because there's not really any like holidays or anything there's nothing else coming up until really like Easter, you know, I guess, but even that's not, you know, you don't have time off work usually or anything like that. So, uh, you know, it just kind of feels like the doldrum months, but try to enjoy it as much as we can. Uh, you know, and I know for a lot of homeschoolers, uh, after new year's is when they might start s- starting up again. So you also have that, uh, added, uh, joy. <laughs> so, uh, I know, but I know everything. a lot of homeschoolers are like, I need a another week after, the two weeks of yeah exactly stressful events and all that stuff and uh i know my wife feels that way and i think they're gonna ease back into it um in fact i, I haven't heard any school happening so uh i am thankful that they're just still kind of enjoying these days but one of the side things of me being home today is i got to do uh, the homeschooling with renly which uh, I wasn't going to even push it, but she asked to do it and wanted to. So I got to go through her, her math and uh, spelling and sl- and then reading and a couple wow. other things. But it was fun. Uh, it's good to see what she gets to do, you know, day- on a daily. I mean, I know what, you know, I've seen it and looked through it, but not, you know, not gotten to do it much with her. So it was just good getting to do that again. But uh, they also watched Willy Wonka. So yeah, we watched like the last 30 minutes of that during breakfast. So it was a fun that day. Was awesome. Awesome. But, By the way, if you haven't seen, this is my new favorite movie, Wonka. Um, I don't know who it's starring, but the guy who plays him is really, really Chalamet. good. <laughs> there you go. Dune and it's just uh, so much fun. I'm. It's got some great songs and I've been singing those uh, continually. Uh, so if you're wanting a good uh, family friendly uh for the most I think part, yeah, yeah there, that is true. There were, I mean, we I watched it by myself and I forgot. And then we Ben took his two little kids, 
and there might be a few little frightening kind of things. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's pretty tame overall, but there you know there's a couple things. But just I know some people are more strict than even us, so just you know it, keep. It's it hard mind. to believe. Yep. <laughs> Again, always keep an eye on plugged in. But they do a good job. But uh, yeah, it was super fun, job. very magical, and the kids have loved it. We rewatched Willy Wonka the the next, or actually part of it that evening, uh, and we've mm-hmm. been listening to the music. So really fun. Uh, but dad, maybe here, if you can kind of introduce our topic, I need to grab something for Rissa real quick, but okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a top 10. Um, Ben and I are both part of another podcast we do with our family. It's, uh, uh, and, and we often do top tens. Um, you know, like we did the top 10, uh, Disney plus movies of the, that we thought, um, family friendly and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what I like to do is it's kind of an, usually it's a, a gentle argument or like, I can't believe you put that in the one as number 10. Um, and so what I thought we'd do is the top 10 most important things I've ever learned. Um, now I gave Ben some heads up, so I don't know if his list is going to be like mine. Um, but you know, there are some things that you learn that you learn and that they just stick with you forever. Things that you use all the time. Um, you know, and things that, that uh don't just go wasted because if you know you get have some trivia fact or you uh learn that columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 that does come in handy every once in a while uh but you know Namely you don't use it all podcast the time. every other week <laughs> that's right uh, um but it's it just you don't use it very often so i i said ben how about we do a top 10 we'll start at the bottom you know number 10 and go on up and i'll start um and i told him you know and and I know, and this is the fun part where you have to kind of defend what you've uh, written down. So I put as number ten, the tenth most important thing I've ever learned was learning to tie my shoes, uh, because oh, wow. I, okay. I mean, because I you do it every day, you know, and you might sometimes do it multiple times a day. And I don't know, maybe you would learn it uh, along the way, um, which some of us did, and uh, some of my kids even learn it. They they do it totally different. I mean, my my. I don't know who it is. Maggie, she ties her shoes the weirdest way where you make like the two loops and go tie them together. I don't do that. And I think Jed does something weird too. Uh, But that is just a really handy thing, you know? So here, my purpose is that, you know, these are the things that, these are the top 10 things that I use all the time and the things that Ben uses all the time. And maybe these are the things that we want to make sure that we cover with our kids. And I'm going to guess lots of you have already covered tying your shoes. And so your kids are well on their way to leading successful lives. So Ben, what'd you put as number 10? <laughs> I was not thinking quite that. Uh, That's okay. You know, That's okay. I was thinking, I mean, mine was don't eat yellow snow, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be a good one too. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course, we don't have any snow anymore because the planet is warming. And No, I, gonna- I'm going to put... Well, I, I kind of did it more like the most important up top, but I'm going to go with the one That's I put last, I which to. is, I would say, is very, very important, but is the last one I wrote down. But that is how to play uh, mm, and just and use imagination. I think, you know, having to uh, spend time, you know, playing with Lego or swords and, uh, you know, outside and all that kind of stuff is super important, especially in this day and age where there's just so many things that distract and, um, you know, that can pull attention a lot mm. easier than playing. That is something that I think is really important. Honestly, not everyone knows how to do that with their siblings. And, you know, uh, it's something I really appreciate and uh, thankful for. So, uh, something I unfortunately don't get to use it every day in terms of 
me playing with my friends, but I get to play with my kids now. And uh, I think that's really important and fun. So uh, I think, well, it's, and it's you know, thing. some people it comes easier to than others. I mean, yeah, they're just, I always marvel at the dads and the moms who just love playing with their kids. That was not one of the things that came easy to me. Uh, I can talk, we can watch, we can do things together, we can work together, but sometimes playing is hard. Uh, and I think that's a great win, Ben. Yeah. So I'm glad you got that skill. I really enjoyed um, that one. And time I should say, and I, it was good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, we played. Let's clean up the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clean up, clean up. <laughs> that's the song that yeah. I made famous. And while you're listening, if you should uh, either you know share them on Facebook with us, or maybe tag us the things that the top ten things you most learned, uh, or if you're listening live, you can put it in the chat too. Uh, so uh, that's always fun. And actually, if you're listening to this, just a reminder: if if you ever want to watch us record live, we do a video version every week on our Facebook page at a roughly nine o'clock Tuesday evening. So just. Uh, you know, let our audience uh, that listens know. But go ahead, Dad. What's your And I don't nine? know, Ben. I should have, you know, and I don't know how if yours get more spiritual as they get towards the top. Um, but, you know, I, of course, our relationship with God, I learned that Jesus, you know, died no on the cross. That's a, that's a really good one. Um, but I didn't, I didn't put, because that's the number one, of course. Yes. Uh, but I didn't put number one. Those. Huh? I said that is my number one, so I guess I'll okay, throw well, that we'll away. come to that. We'll come. No, that's still a good one. We'll come. We'll talk about it later. Uh, number nine, I put learn to use a combination lock uh, because uh, you know uh, I, I you don't have to really have uh, a security system anymore. Just put a combination lock on your uh, uh, on your stuff, and you're guaranteed to keep most homeschoolers out of whatever that is because uh, only in a public school or private school where you have a, a locker where you learn to use a combination lock i think that is a uh, important uh little thing to have a kind of an idea Man. can you do it ben can you use a combination lock yeah i mean i get the i don't use them often <laughs> but i know how nah, it works he can't yes i can i always got the one off of the lake <laughs> had to know how to get it okay off the... okay fine yeah yeah, I would okay. never choose that though as my main one. Uh, <laughs> right. Number nine is for me was typing. This is I, I mean mm, more traditional, but I mean I type every day all day. Uh, I would say I'm probably pretty fast in general. I mean probably more mm. than maybe average. I don't know, but it is very thankful I know how to do it and I because I have to do it all the time so it's probably the and, thing and, I interact with most in my life <laughs> and really your mom was pretty uh, intentional in teaching you that mm -hmm. right yeah I mean she uh, I don't know specifically what we use but then we started using Mavis Beacon typing and you know we just just kind of stuck with it and then mm -hmm. you know as we got in, we were in computers and everything else we just kind of you know had to use it um, but especially nowadays I think it is pretty important if you're going to have any kind of job that interacts with the computer uh so yeah yep definitely and, the thing i use and most that's not on mine because i never learned how to type so i do it all with these three fingers baby <laughs> <laughs> all those books you've read these are the ones right here yeah. um my number eight was uh learning to ask forgiveness um because i thought you know that's a that was a big one that doesn't always come naturally to lots of people some people do ask forgiveness easier um but i know that i i get to use it a lot um and it's a super super valuable tool um maybe the greatest tool for parents greatest tool for anybody 
really because and we and you want to teach your kids that too because one day they're going to have to ask forgiveness not one day lots of times they're going to ask forgiveness from their spouse um from those around uh, them you know their own children and uh you know i know uh, i'll hear certain people say i just can't say it and i'm like why it's so easy you know you just say will you forgive me i'm sorry um, but, but I, but it's a, it's something I learn all the time. I use all the time. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Yours are, I think a little bit more deep than mine. Uh, uh, combination lock. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, my number eight, which I moved up higher, but then I'm moving back down now is it's okay to be different. And I don't mm. mean it like, you know, ugly duckling all that, but I just mean more of, especially if you're homeschooled, uh, you know, you're going to stand out of the crowd a little bit. And I think, especially in this day and age, is super important to be okay with um you know and i didn't really necessarily even learn this as a kid uh you know as like a you know 17 year old i did not enjoy that aspect but uh it's something that i really appreciate now and i hope i can instill in my kids is that it's okay that it's not desirable to look like every other person out there um you know, not that looks matter, but just that the, the things that go along with it, uh, or the message that it, uh, shares is not something that is desirable necessarily. So, uh, it's okay to be different and that's what's cool about homeschooling. So that's something I think that is was deep. super important. Yeah. That yeah. Deep. But I use one of my, my next ones. one's not deep. <laughs> Number seven was to use tools. Um, whether that's, uh, saws, um, how to use a chainsaw, a circular saw, a jack, um, you know, even how do you hold a hammer? It's amazing to me how I see people holding hammers and I'm thinking, have you ever done this before? You know, because they hold it like right up by the head or, uh, you know, hold the way they hold a screwdriver or something like that. And my dad was really big into that. My dad, we always did use tools and I use them all the time now. And so it's kind of a handy thing. And my, my boys, uh, especially, uh, my girls can do other things. They, but they would probably cut off their hand if they try to use all, but, but they all use tools now. And I think that's a super valuable tool. Um, and again, something that I use all the time. Yeah. I think that's just the, well, I'll get to that maybe here in a minute, but yeah, I think that's super critical. I mean, for us and our way of life, it is something we do every day. I know other people, that's just not really how they've done things. You know, they had someone come in and help and all that. And you know, that's valid, but I do think it is really uh, helpful to be equipped because you never know when your kid just needs to you know, replace a battery on the car or, uh, you know, hang up a picture. And some of those things are, you know, not uh, doable for some people. But uh, mine was work uh, just in general. I think, uh, again, not just, you know, work around the house and stuff like that, which is super important, but uh, to also just be in a, you know, whether it's an employee or employer or whatever it may be, but having uh, an ethic that, you know, strives to, to not even just like be successful, but just to be a teammate and a person that other people would want to work with, uh, that cares. And I think again, stands out of the pack in terms of, um, something's different about that person. Cause I think that's part of our testimony and can, is pretty important since a lot of us will be doing it for a big portion well, well, of our lives. One who shows up on time. Yeah, exactly. One who shows up on time, one who comes every day. Who's honest. Um, I remember when you did your really say. first job. Yeah. I mean, you know, you were made manager of a store, you were 18 years old, you know, and they fired another guy who'd been there for years. And just because they saw the difference um, in how you, how you work. And just because, you know, I know there are a lot of parents think right, listening right now, they're like, oh man, my kid's doomed. 
you know, don't think, you know, cause like Ben, all of my kids, uh, you know, they, they just weren't workaholics. They were not those kids who were like, Hey, you guys want to help me? You know, they were like, ah, do we have to? Um, but man, somehow when they needed to, when they got to that, where they had right. to be responsible, they were all responsible. I do think that um, so, part of that is having us do it despite some of the complaints, uh, to mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, we didn't really care about them except Sam, who, you know, just pretty much was like, whatever I can do for you, let me know. You know, well, at least that's Make how it felt. me a blessing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, uh, long term. Or your brother, Abe, who goes... Dad, I'll buy all the materials too, if that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't need to buy the materials. <laughs> totally. Uh, but okay. yeah. How about a couple more before we take a commercial um, break? Um, how about number, where are we at? Oh, yeah, I just did I that. I think one. I just yeah. said seven. Uh, I'm number was... six. Uh, six, yours was seven. This is my number six, is to read a roadmap or any kind of map. I just think that's a super valuable skill. Some people can't do it, uh, even on a GPS. Uh, I just think it's, you need to kind of know where you are. Um, you know, uh, uh, and so I think it's a, it's a good skill. Yeah. Uh, maybe get that old Rand McNally road atlas. Um, I know that some of my, uh, family members, uh, usually in the female persuasion, I know that's sexist, but Hey, that's the way it is. Um, they, they, they can't do it. They can't do it. Um, but it's important to be able to follow those directions and know you're looking down on something. Uh, yeah. so anyway, it is a weird combination. Map. I mean, I, I feel like I'm actually not great at remembering like how to get like, like around local areas. If we're just doing it by sight, like if I've been there a lot, I know, but like Riss is actually better at like knowing the mm-hmm. layout of the town. I feel like, uh, not Milford, but like Warsaw area. And we have a live in a small town. Yeah, I don't mean <laughs> our town, but yeah. But like, I just mean, if I've only been to their house once, I don't always remember how to get back there, but Riss is really good about that. But then when it comes to like a map, she literally can't function on a map basically. Mm. But I obviously can, or, or not obviously, but that's like where I don't have an issue with. So it's kind of weird, but it's a good team. Um, I'll do one more and then we'll take a break here. Uh, I'm going okay. to go actually. This will lead in perfectly. I put more of a traditional subject, math. I do use numbers and math and, you know, calculating percentages off my, in the top of my head quick and, you know, doing some basic adding and subtracting, all that kind of stuff. Uh, nothing super advanced, but I use it every day probably uh, multiple ways. So that is something that I think is critical. And the thing that helped me and uh, unfortunately not my whole uh, school time, but uh, was teaching textbooks. My, the rest of my family has gotten to use it a lot longer than I did because back in the day, I we kind of discovered it right uh, when I was about to graduate, just a couple years before that. So uh, actually, I might have gotten to do like three of them. But anyways, they're an amazing math curriculum. It's fun. It's engaging. Um, it's I, I learned better. I think the part that was really helpful for me is that it's not just a lecture and then go do the work. You actually had to interact with it through the whole, the whole process, which I think is extremely beneficial. Uh, but you can try a free trial over at teenintextbooks.com and uh, would encourage you to check them out. This was not just an ad, but it ties in well. So, Dad, you want to tell us about our other one? Well, I want also I also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine, um, who is a great source source of encouragement. If you're like dreading to start the year, you should get your subscription to Homeschooling Today magazine. Uh, you can even get some back issues. They've got some great digital uh, helps. Lot, they have lots of resources, and uh, you can sign up today at homeschoolingtoday.com. 
Okay, we need to move this along, Ben, because we're going to run out of time. Yep. Uh, my number five is to read a tape measure. Um, mm. Again, I know lots of people who can't read a tape measure, and it's super, super handy. Um, I know they have those fake tape measures that put the three quarters and the five eighths on them. Those just slow you down. Um, you know, your kids should should learn how to do it. You should teach them how to do it. You know, set your math aside for a week and just have them measure things with a tape measure so they can do the 16ths uh, and not in metric, but in a standard. What is that? Not metric is called imperial. Yeah, imperial. <coughs> imperial. Even in Canada, they use tape measures. Uh, you know, they still measure studs the same way and all those measurements. So there you go. Yeah. That's my number five. That is helpful. Um, I'm going to, I don't know, my order's a little weird here, but I'm going to put um, to think uh, as mine. And maybe that is to critically think, um, whatever mm. the word is, but just to be a little bit willing to not just take things as they come necessarily, but also to mm -hmm. truly uh, think about it. And that's something I've really appreciated mom and dad did is I feel like they did a good job at helping us to be free thinkers, you know, not just meaning like we're rebels, we do whatever we want, but just like, you know, right. let's look into the thing that everyone keeps saying or let's uh, really understand our worldview or, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I think it's just, and, I, and honestly, even if it is a workplace or whatever, I think it's really helpful to be able to just, um, be able to have a little, try to have some perspective or think of things maybe a little bit differently. Uh, and it's, that's a little hard sometimes. I mean, I, I, you know, I get that it is, but you know, maybe that's just asking questions or pushing your kid a little bit on something or whatever it may be. But it's something that I feel like honestly, uh, is what has helped me the most and or one of the most things in my life uh, so far. But, and I know that scares a lot of parents because they yeah. think, oh, they're going to challenge God in the right. Bible and they're going to find out. I'll tell you, the God can handle that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if they are truly, if they're being critical thinkers, the Bible stands up to that. You know, it doesn't fall apart. Um, now, if you teach, if, if they learn, if they think science is more important than everything else, you know, or secular science is more important, then they can throw things out. They can throw the truth away, actually. Um, but the Bible can handle some critical right. thinking. And uh, also, okay, I think number that's four, important oh, to make sure you feed. Uh, again, I don't think it has to be like, well, you can be a good th thinker, except if you ever read anything that's against it. It's not the idea of like, you know, if mm -hmm. it, it, you, you know, everything else will just break that. Um, but I think uh, equipping them and uh, you know giving them the right information, or not just the right information, but feeding them good information can help them build that uh, critical mind towards uh, stuff that is not, you know, correct. But and and as little kids, I would give them the information that you believe yeah. is correct. You don't have to give them everybody else's. You know, I, I mean, even when I was in seminary, I can remember a professor saying, "Now, boys, I'm not going to teach you all the different theories. I'm going to teach you the right theory, <laughs> whether it was right or not." He believed it, and you know, I appreciate that. Um, because then you could interact with it. So uh, number four for me, it's better to be nice than to be smart. Um, my dad was always really concerned about that. I can remember bringing, uh, you know, a report card home from school, public school, and I might have all A's. And my dad would say, first thing, would your teacher say you're the nicest kid in the class? And that was really important to him. And it really became important to me. I want my kids to be nice over being smart. 
Um, That's a good one. Even though I have incredibly smart kids. I mean, even uh, Jimmy Stewart and uh, uh, Harvey, the rabbit, he says at one point, you know, they, they, the psychiatrist says, you know, uh, Mr. Dowd, why are you so whatever? And he says, you know, uh, my my mother used to say, uh, Elwood, you can either be oh so clever or oh, oh so kind. And he goes, for years I was clever, and I now I've chosen kind. And then I just think that's so true. So that's number four for me. And that serves and you well, because nice guys finish first. Yeah, that's right. You can fill out your bingo card for your weekly Jimmy Stewart uh, in person or impression. Uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Christmas Bedford Falls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, uh, so where are we at right now? Four or three? Yep, four. We're okay. moving past two. I'm gonna go. This is something that has uh, really come into its own for me in the last few years even. Uh, so again, not all this stuff I think is just kids, but we're talking about stuff that mm-hmm. in life. Uh, but And this is a quote I've said before, but I think the Bible says it better than this one. But this is uh, the place I found it was Ulysses S. Grant, I believe. But he said, never take counsel of your fears, um, which mm. is super important, I think, especially in a world where fear is the thing that makes people continue to read or click again or uh it can really just capture our entire lives of anxiety and um you know it just all the things that could happen or you know might happen or worst case scenarios or and it just will literally suck everything out of your life if you allow it to and a lot of times it is purely fear and so obviously that quote is saying don't consult with it you go with what you know it might be true or mm. what others are telling you but don't listen to the fear part you know and obviously we're not talking about like jump off a bridge like yeah sure go ahead and listen to the fear of jumping off a bridge but for the rest of it uh it's probably not going to help you make a better decision mm-hmm. and uh also it will probably uh make you do a lot of things that are not good uh in the long run but and that goes to my number three. My number three was not to be afraid to try things mm. uh, or that mistakes aren't bad. Um, and again, my, my dad was the master of this. He really taught us that, you know, it, you can make mistakes. My dad, I would go to basketball, I play basketball and I would come home and he, he really, if I didn't get almost, if, if I didn't foul out or I, he would, he would kind of say, well, you know, fouling out means you're working really hard. You're doing things. You know, if you don't foul out, that meant you weren't really playing very hard. And uh, my dad was not afraid to try anything. He always told me, you know, those people who are the experts, they're no smarter than you. And so that really has carried on. And really, Ben has. Ben's done some amazing car repairs. He put in his own AC system. He put in this big deck, you know, took it from someone else's yard, put it in his yard's yard and a lot of people would say that's crazy but he learned as i've learned that you don't have to be afraid of those things don't over tighten your ac it'll cost you in the long run but anyways uh <laughs> the uh but you learn yeah um, number two uh number three that was three for yeah, me number three is i'm gonna go I'm going to do another deep one just so before you take it but is to love family uh mm. i think this is this was nine number two behind the big one that we talked about earlier. Uh, but Mine aren't the f- that spiritual. Okay. But the fact of just <laughs> loving to be with my siblings, with my parents, mm. uh, you know, with my kids now, 
I think is just something that is not a huge part of the world. Uh, I think, you know, if, if you're blessed enough to, you know, kind of live in, in, uh, you know, a family that does love that, that is an amazing thing. And so many people would kill to have that. Um, and it's something that I think I want, you know, my kids to appreciate. And I'm so thankful that I learned that, uh, that, you know, family is a good thing and can be a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, that's, that's probably, and really, things that I mean, impacts my life well most. on that, but really, <laughs> Cause, cause, and it is something that you teach and that mm-hmm. you learn. I mean, if you grow up learning, learning that home is something to be escaped, home is something, you know, your your real friends are those who are not part of your family. I think you learn just the opposite. And it doesn't pay off. I mean, really, those all those good friends that you had in high school, they're all gone, probably. Or they're not as close as those people who call you mom and dad. Okay, I'm down to my number two. Uh, and you're going to, I'm going to just say simple math, you know, uh, again, these are things I use every day. Um, I'm not talking about quadratic equations. I'm not even talking about fractions because I can't do them. Um, I'm just talking about, like Ben said, percentages and, and adding and subtracting and multiplication. And so again, those are the things that, you know, I want my kids to know those simple math because they're going to use it a lot later. Yep. Uh, my number two, I'm going to kind of do a combo one of, uh, learning slash reading, uh, meaning reading to learn, you know, uh, is a big thing. And obviously reading can just be for fun too. I read a lot just for fun. Um, Mm -hmm. but that obviously is, I think the thing in my life that's changed, you know, changes your life the most. It allows you to read the Bible, allows you to, uh, you know, any interest you have in the world, you can learn about it. And I think coming hand in hand with that is not just the ability to read because there's a lot of people who have the ability to read but don't, you know, exercise it, which not everyone is going to use it as much as others. But having the desire to learn um, or not being afraid of learning. And I think that is, I mean, that alone will set, you know, your child up for the rest of their life if, if you can just Success. show them that right. learning and reading and all that goes together and can be a fun thing that, you know they don't need to only see as something that is done for school and memorizing or things like that. And that was my number one reading, um, because really everything else comes from that. I mean, even math, I don't, you know, if you don't know all your math, I could learn it now to, to figure something out because I can read, you know, to read God's word, uh, to read anything else opens up everything else. And, and again, some people don't do it. Like Ben likes reading for entertainment. He enjoys that. Some people aren't so much. I, you know, I'm a visual person. Uh, he has some brothers who are visual. They, you know, they see pictures and they like that. Um, but reading, so again, that's that should be maybe something that would be a little weightier in our house, in our homeschool, as we're teaching, because we know those are the things they're going to use a lot. So, and your number one, Ben. I mean, mine was the spiritual one. That's good. I'm not going to apologize for it because it is obviously a a big thing that I just put to love the Lord. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is what it all is about. And that's what's most important is glorifying him. So, um, you know, and, and the thing that is obviously or has become even more obvious to me as I've gotten older and now have kids and, you know, we homeschool and stuff is. Uh, it is despite us, not because of us that, you know, I think that, uh, our kids will love, (laughs) love God because I mean, we aren't perfect examples by any means. Uh, uh, mom and dad weren't, uh, everyone has issues. Everyone has, uh, everyone has, you know, weaknesses, uh, and you're going to have 
pitfalls and shortcomings and failures and and everyone knows that who's a parent but I think it can feel like if it's all on you which we are called to obviously teach that but it is about God and uh, him calling them uh, to himself so but uh, yeah just showing but that the love of Christ is so important and has impacted me the but most I, <laughs> but I do think that you know somehow we do learn that from our parents yep. um, you know not not you said in dis, in spite of or whatever. Despite. But, you know, my kids all like Disney World because I like Disney World. And I enjoy them while I'm enjoying that. And I think if we love God while we're loving them, why wouldn't they want to love God too? Yeah. You know, different levels. Do we still fail? All the time. Do we still say mean things? Yes. Do we sometimes make God look terrible? Yes. But we show him how that he forgives and that we keep going to him and that he's real and that it's not just something we study in a book, you know, because he is real. Um, so, hey, we're, we're almost out of time. But again, I, I think this is a valuable exercise because it just says sometimes the things that we think are so, 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 so important, we just are taking up space, you know, that, you know, headspace. Um, when these things that we've mentioned, these are the things that really you can teach these things. And maybe your list is going to look a little different, but I'm going to guess our lists are all going to be kind of similar. I'm going to guess readings up there at the top. That simple math's up there at the top. Loving God is up there at the top. You know, tying their shoes is still maybe down at the bottom, but it's still important. Um, but maybe then you, maybe that takes some pressure off and you think, hey, you know what? My kids are doing simple math. They're learning that. My kids are reading. My kids are doing, you know, they're learning that it's good to be nice. You know, they're learning not to be afraid, that they love learning or whatever. And then I'll tell you what, you have set them up for success. Well, uh, I know Ben's going to say something nice about our sponsors, but uh, have a great week. Um, if you haven't started school, don't feel guilty for not starting. Just ease back into it. And of course, you know, as we begin this new year, make sure you smile. Thanks for joining us for this first episode of the year. If you enjoy our show, I would encourage you to share it with another homeschooling mom. As always, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week, and don't forget to smile.